Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. <laughs> I'm great, thank you. So as you know, recording is already um, on, so yeah. I will um, ask you to kindly introduce yourself with your name and your age if you're comfortable. Sure, yes. My name is Kareen Bambara Shaw and I am 34 years old. Wonderful. And Kareen, we are friends. We've been <laughs> friends for a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had the privilege to have you in my life. Oh. And... Um, I'm so glad that you agreed to um, this interview because I think your responses are going to be wonderful. Oh, thank so, you. <laughs> yeah, so welcome to Trisha's podcast, Words of Life. And um, I hope you enjoy and you will feel comfortable throughout the interview. It won't take long. Okay. And uh, I have three simple questions for you. Okay. And uh, the topic is going to be uh, being a follower of Jesus. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so obviously the topic is very broad, but at the same time, I would love to have your perspective on how it is and how it works to be a follower of Jesus, a serious follower of Jesus in modern times, in this society of today. Yeah. yeah. So my first question, Corinne, is how long have you been a Christian? And tell me a bit about your background regarding this. Sure, sure. I, was, I want to start first by saying thank you for having me on the podcast. <laughs> We've been good friends for a while. I've had the honor of knowing you and Aww. you're the real deal. Like it's been such an encouragement <laughs> to have such a strong believer in my life oh, and in my current circles so you've been a huge blessing to me too um, but I can start by telling you briefly about my background as you asked um, so I was born into a Catholic family my parents um, are, are quite faithful in going to church every Sunday and always took us to church and learned about different things like sacraments but I I wouldn't say that I understood my faith fully as a, from a child age like I always saw it as something you have to do and something that's good to do but I never mm. really understood why um, and then I think it's when I turned about 15 or 16 that some one of my friends invited me to their church and it was like a, a Pentecostal church and at first it was actually like a real shock to me because it's such a stark difference in worship yeah style people standing up and like mm. um, hands in the air during worship and just people <laughs> just being outwardly showing what's happening on the inside of them. And mm. I remember first being a bit like shy about it and nervous about the, the situation. But then afterwards, when I went to, you know, met the same friends at school, they asked me about my relationship with Jesus. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I pray to Jesus and I believe in him. And they're like, oh, but do you talk to him every day? And I was, and that was kind of a concept that was foreign to me. I knew that to pray, like I knew how to to read prayers and to recite prayers. 
but kind of just speaking to Jesus every day for, for small things, like just as much as for the big things, mm. was a new kind of topic to me, like a personal, deep personal relationship. Mm. So I started to explore that a bit more, um, which led me to the point where uh, during university, I, I only attended a church that was, I think, a Pentecostal background as well, because they had these Bible studies that went deep into the word and where we'd spend time praying and seeking God's face in different areas. I would say university age from the age of 18 to probably 21 is where my faith grew exponentially, where mm. I got a deep relationship with God. And I, I, I wanted to learn. I had this yearning and hunger for him. Just wanted mm. to be part of my everyday decisions and everyday life. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that part. And then after uni, I decided to take a year off, like a gap year, to go to Bible college in Israel, in mm. where again it was this hunger for more of God, and I wanted mm. to, to know Him. And I had learnt through my faith so far, like since um, getting saved and going to the Pentecostal churches, that. There was so much more to him and that his word was somewhere where I can find out more about him and get to know him mm. deeper. So I was like, I just want to take a year where I just study his word and get to know him, know him <laughs> through his word and understand his voice better, hear, learn to hear his voice more clearly. Um, and I definitely did grow in, in my faith while there. Um, but I feel like the fruits of it are probably, mm. I feel the fruits of it more now like after mm. the experience during these periods it was quite challenging at times just like studying the bible and it, it, they really push you to to understand the text and um, grapple with it so it was quite it could be quite challenging at times so i feel much more yeah. after being there than, than now um but yeah now mm. i'm part of hillsong church and I've very much enjoyed growing in my faith there. And I, mm. I think what has kept me in the church for so long has been mainly the the vision of bringing people to Christ. Because I remember that feeling of just getting to know him and just being so excited about him being in my life and that the fact that this would now transform every area, that it's not just compartmentalized and this is my spiritual life and this is my work life. Like God is now in every part of my life. Hillsong is quite um, evangelically focused, so it's all about bringing in people and focusing on the one and all of that kind of stuff. So that's kind of a, a long description of my faith journey so far. Yeah, wonderful. Um, yeah, that was definitely a very deep and um, um, beautiful reflection on your your past on and, and your decision for Jesus. So, um, or your background. That's really good. Thank you very much. Um, so my second question uh, would be, how has your walk with God changed mm. since you have been married? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I've, I've been married three and a half years now. Um, I would say my walk with God has continued steadily forwards whilst I've been married it's changed in the style of probably the way I have my quiet time so before and I think also just life in general being a different life stage there would be times where I was in university where I could wake up at like 5am and spend two hours before class just in worship and in seeing God's face and now um, with you know being married and having 
a different set of uh, work pressures and that kind of thing. I yeah. still have my quiet times early in the morning, but not at 5am anymore. <laughs> I have them maybe <laughs> like uh, 6.30, sometimes 7. Um, I start off with worship and uh, then get into the word and get into some prayer. Um, mm. But my husband's worship and quiet time style is very different to mine. <laughs> and that was a, a bit of a challenge at the beginning because He's like, I remember the first time I started playing praise and worship music in the morning when we first woke up. And he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm, I'm having my quiet time. And he's like, it's supposed to be a quiet time. So for him, his quiet time starts with him like meditating on scripture. That's how he likes oh, to start. Okay. <laughs> and then praying out loud later on. So we had different styles of quiet time. Mm. And that was an adjustment because I'd... At the beginning, I was like, I'm not going to change my quiet time. This is how I like always access God's presence. I start with strong, loud worship in the morning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was an adjustment, um, definitely. Aww. But I feel like we have a balance now where I still play my, my music, but I play it much quieter so that he can have his contemplative time. And then when I get into scripture, we can we sometimes ask each other, oh, well, you know, I've been reading the book of Ezra today. What have you do you remember this passage? Has it spoken to you in the past? Um, so, yeah, it's definitely changed. But um, I, it's still an area that I it's a need for me. It's a must mm -hmm. have to spend time with Jesus in the morning. It just mm -hmm. sets my day upright. It gives me the strength I need for the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's... absolutely yeah absolutely i think that's the ideal really you know to always start with god in the morning um mm. actually as soon as you wake up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah that's what i try to do every morning like you know before i go on any other you know uh, social media or app or whatever i really mm. try to start with the word of god so i just you know use my uh, bible app and i just go straight into it yeah um, and then you know i keep it spontaneous because i don't as much as I like structure and routine, but at the same time, I like to keep it spontaneous to give the Holy Spirit room to, mm. to, to move, not to room, but to, to move. Uh, yeah. So, because sometimes, you know, he might, you know, want to do it differently. So obviously I want to be open yeah. to that. Yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting though, what you said about the difference of, <laughs> you know, approaching god in the morning or whatever so yeah. <laughs> well I'm, I'm i'm curious to know how it's going to be in my marriage at some point <laughs> i don't know uh, i'm not married yet but hopefully soon um yeah so you know this is uh, definitely something where uh, i'm thinking it's going to be interesting because obviously i mean men in general and women are di different in, in the approach when it comes to god mm. but uh, i think uh, you can always find some common ground i guess so it's going yeah. to be definitely uh, exciting to to do it with uh, a husband. Yeah, so um, my last... One... Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just going to add one commonality that we have um, in yeah. marriage. Something that's gotten even stronger now that I'm married is that we both have this calling in the area of prayer. So especially now that we're both working from home, there'll be several moments in the day where we'll mm. be like, oh, this person is on my heart. Can we Can we pray for this together? Or I'm, I'm going through this situation. Or can we quickly pray together? And that kind of unity in prayer is something that, you know, of course, God hears our prayers, even if it's just us. But I've just felt like um, it's a strength in our marriage. It's like it's made our 
my personal walk with God stronger as well as mm. our marriage strong. So that's uh, an area of change that, that has yeah. really grown in my yeah. relationship with God too. Well, that sounds very godly and very right. Um, and I can only um, underline that it's definitely right and it's definitely the, the, the right thing to do. And I think God really rejoiced when we uh, unite in prayer uh, it really it has an, a different power definitely it's uh, because mm -hmm. it, it's clear the bible says you know where two or three agree you know so mm -hmm. you know there is another power behind it so yeah i mean a stronger uh presence of god and a stronger power i mean it's definitely different but anyway um the last question the third one is what is the most difficult thing to overcome mm -hmm. on a daily basis as a christian oh <laughs> yeah. that's a good question mm. so the most difficult thing I think in this age in time and especially living in, in London in a big city like this where there's so many different cultures is to the, to overcome the ability to to just kind of settle into the culture because mm. I've found that in church as a as a group of believers we want to be relevant and sometimes yeah. in our relevance it can sometimes I don't know just help us to like set, stay in a culture rather than wanting to you know of course we should be different we're you know a holy people, a chosen generation, and we should stand out. But I find that sometimes in our searching for relevance, we sometimes kind of like sit, just fit too well in the background so that we don't kind of cause a stir or ruffle people's feathers. But Jesus was very controversial for his time. Like he mm. was eating with the wrong people. He was hanging out, according to the Pharisees, according to the religious people, he was eating with the mm. wrong people. But even while he was with him, they saw a difference in him. So mm -hmm. like, and I feel like that's a strong calling of ours that definitely were called to the nations, were called to people who are hungry for, for something different in life. But they need to see a light that's in us that's not just making them okay with where they are, not mm -hmm. kind of patting them back on, on the back and be like, oh, poor you, I understand why you're in this way. I would feel you're the same way as you if I was in your situation. Yes, feel empathy, but they need to see something different in you that really like pushes them to want what you have. Um, right. So that's I I would say that's one of the biggest challenges um, that we face mm. in, in this season. Yeah. So to to be relevant and to stand out, you mean? Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To stand out yeah. in the right way. I wonder if that really has to do with us or rather the understanding of the truth that God says about us by saying you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth mm. and as long as we walk in that consciousness I think the rest is really up to God and obviously it's always a cooperation between God and us where we allow him to um, you know talk and walk yeah be active yeah. through us obviously because he calls us the body of of the church the body of christ so so not the, church, the body of christ so we are the body of christ meaning we are the church that represents jesus in the world 
So obviously it is kind of an active thing, definitely. Mm. But at the same time, I would want for everyone to rest in God and know that as long as we are willing for him to work through us, mm. uh, everything, because I don't yeah. want to rely on my strength or my capacity or my, you know, skills or whatever. Rather, I would rely on him in me doing whatever needs to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I think that has been the problem in that we are trying to make us exactly becoming more of a like works based. Let me try yeah. and make this relevant. Let me try and connect by showing um, other people how much we have in common. Um, right. But rather than just resting in God is doing a work in me, exactly. I have a relationship in Christ. I just want to let that shine through rather yes. than trying to engineer some sort of relevance with the culture yeah, that we're in yeah. currently. So, yeah. Yeah. So we are, we're basically on the same thought then. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, I completely agree. It has to be God in us that does what is impossible to us. Because again, yeah. uh, we don't convert people. God exactly. does. <laughs> so, and even then it takes their, their, yes, their decision to say, yes, I want to, you know, so it's not even like God forces us or manipulates us into it. So mm-hmm. we still have a free will. And even after we have been saved, we still have a free will. You know, mm-hmm. some Christian thing, you know, we, we lose our free will when we get saved, which is completely, you know, not right and not yeah. correct. We do have still our free will. And, you know, it's a conscious uh, yes and decision every day pro jesus and for jesus rather mm. than the opposite ones so. yeah totally yeah. and some yeah. of the most effective evangelists i've seen are the people who are the same with me than they are with their colleagues than they exactly. are with the bus driver than they are with the shopping assistant yeah like that's why jesus could operate in so many spaces yeah because he was himself like he's yeah. the father shone through him wherever he was yeah. And that's the biggest kind of drawing to someone in a world where so many people are, you know, yeah. trying to be this person so that I can be a social media yeah. stuff. And then I'm this different person when I'm at home with my family. And, you know, yeah. if we just let Christ shine through us and not like yeah. try and work so hard to try and, you know, because as you said, it's Christ that draws people. Sometimes yeah, exactly. we make the mistake of thinking it's us, so I need to say the right thing in the right moment, yeah, exactly, at the right time, and all of that thing. Yeah, just be authentic. And the thing is, just be yourself. You can't be nobody else but yourself. Because if you try to be somebody else, it's going to be such a struggle and such mm-hmm. a negative thing. I mean, I, I remember one of my pastors many years ago saying, you know, it's only difficult when you're not being yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so exactly. as long as you're yourself. And again, you know, some people think, oh, I'm a Christian. I need to be perfect now. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly the opposite because we realize we never will be perfect. We need Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I won't have always the right words, the right action, the right conduct at all times. I won't. I can promise you I won't. Because mm-hmm. guess what? I'm just a sinner that has been saved by grace. Period. Exactly. Okay. And I know that God now calls us holy and precious and all of that. And that's beautiful. And then that's my new identity. But at the same time, I realize, yeah, but the the only thing, the, the only difference between the lost and the saved is we have been saved. Period. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's only by grace. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Only by part. grace. Only so, yeah, and, and as the word also says, you know, it's uh, we, we, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. 
yeah. all of us. So there's not one human uh, being on the face of the earth, not in the past, not in the present, not in the future, that will ever, you know, live up to the standards of God. It's impossible. It's literally mm -hmm. impossible. And that is why Jesus fulfilled the law. <laughs> thank God. And, um, and yes, we're called to a transformation, but um, not to perfection. You know, that's a mm -hmm. difference. So, yeah. uh, and we can rest in, 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 in God's beautiful rest uh, and relax, you know. So yeah, I'm exactly. all about rest and grace, you know. And, and yes, obviously, you know, again, uh, transformation is absolutely essential. But that happens uh, through the same grace that saved us, you know. So it takes time and uh, it's not going to happen overnight. And, and that's okay. Yeah, mm. that's absolutely okay. Yeah. And it's such a, yeah, I think that's our main calling as believers daily. It sounds so simple, but we make it so hard sometimes to let, just let mm -hmm. Christ shine through us. I don't have to mm -hmm. be anybody else. I have to do anything to like either earn his grace or show others yeah. his grace. Like it's, if we just let that natural sh light shine, if we're spending our time with Jesus and we're getting to know him on a personal level, he can't help but shine through us. Mm. And just having operating from a place of rest yeah. continuously in christ mm -hmm. i think that's probably the biggest challenge that i've seen yeah yeah wow this has been really really good thank you so much corinne i thank you so much for your time and your vulnerability your openness your answers were amazing thank you so much thank and you. i'm looking forward to uh this beautiful episode to publish it very soon <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you again and I'll talk to you soon bye yes. Karine thank you soon bye bye thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today Words of Life where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics every episode is meant to encourage, empower and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be please Take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.blogspot.com. trishabritannia.blogspot.com. Thank you and have a lovely day.